On our WandaVision episode, I mentioned the 1960 series, My Favorite Martian, about an alien living on Earth trying to fit in with human society, which leads to some predictably odd interactions. I've heard this show, Resident Alien, has a similar premise, albeit with more mature execution. Was that what you expected? No, when I first heard about this show, I thought that it was just going to be like a 20 minute, it might even had like a laugh track show, but instead this is actually more like a horror comedy that's on sci-fi, and yeah, it definitely is more mature. When you say horror comedy, emphasis on the horror, what exactly makes this so scary? Well, the show centers around an alien that was sent to Earth to wipe out humanity. That's actually the ending twist. But his ship gets hit by lightning, and he crashes onto this uh, one house that how is, is he, like... How is he planning away. to take out Earth? He has this device that he is planning to, like, set down, but once the lightning hits the ship, it gets all messed up and everything. So, so it's like a nuke that he's going to drop on yeah. Earth and just... Basically, yeah. In fact, he spends a majority of the episode trying to find it, but when the alien gets out of his spaceship, there's only one house around, and when he goes in, there's Alan Tudyk, um, who plays this doctor, and it's 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 funny. Like, it's supposed to be definitely more played for laughs than horror, but, like, you see the alien kill him. So he steals then, his identity. Yeah, and then he is able to shift into him. Like, shapeshift? Yeah. Do you see that occur on screen, or is it like... Yeah, you see you see the alien pick up Alan Tudyk, throw him into thin <laughs> ice, and then and then you see him, like, struggle. And you was that scary, screen. or was it, like, No, it was it, it was more funny, but it was also, like, I could see what they were trying to go for, mm-hmm. the type, type of tone they were trying to set. And then you see him also try to do things like how he learns to speak and words and, like, what they mean. Like, he starts watching a ton of Law and Order and, like, is able to mimic the words that he's trying to say. And you see, like, this montage of him trying to grow closer to humanity until Mike Thompson and Liv Baker, who are two cops, come because their doctor, who lives in Colorado, who is really the only doctor around there because it's a small town, dies. Mm -hmm. And so they go to Alan Tudyk to be like, we need you to come over here and figure out what happened to him and also to Wait, see. hold up. They ask the doctor to run the investigation? Well, it, it's not really him running the investigation as much you as said to figure, figure out, out what happened to him. Because he died. So they want to know how he died. So they want him to run an autopsy. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we see him do about 10 minutes in. Okay. So and what does he find? Well, we well first he looks at the body and he sees that the doctor has, he thinks, committed suicide because the uh, type of what you want to call him, like, he got a scalpel and started stabbing himself, and the type of stabs that he had were the only things that could happen when you have a suicide, but after they... Like self-inflicted wounds. Self-inflicted, yeah, exactly. Um, But after they do the autopsy, um, you start to see the alien parts of Alan Tudyk, because he, like, even cuts off his brain and starts holding it in his hands mm-hmm. and then like so he's just doing some sort of wonky like thing that someone wouldn't do if they were a professional doctor right yeah because when he's holding the brain like his wife the wife of the doctor that died comes in yes. and is like hey i want to see because he hasn't come home yet and <laughs> they ran that autopsy really quickly if, yeah if by the time that the sheriff goes to find alan tudyk's character it's who, a fast-paced comedy does it remind you of banshee at all because the main character comes in and takes the place of a like big figure more, in society instead of being a sheriff he's a doctor i mean it more reminds me of like kind of independent films because you can tell that this uh, this has a budget but it like it does it has like a minimal amount of people in it uh-huh. so something like cold pursuit or fargo something along those lines where it's because it's also in a cold climate as well that takes place well colorado yes yeah. so this is filmed during the winter uh yeah i would assume so 
Okay. And did you learn anything about where he crash landed from, like his home planet or anything about the aliens that he's part of, like their culture? No, no he gives some information throughout the episode because you hear first person narration from him and you hear that like apparently one in a million people can actually see him as the alien that he is while everyone else just sees Through him a genetic as mutation. Um, exactly. And do you find anybody in this episode that yeah, can do there's so? Yeah, a, there's a kid that's able to see him and he even gets really mad like in his... Uh, in his narration because he's talking about the fact that this place only has like a thousand people and one of them is a kid who is able to see them Mm -hmm. out of one in one million so what are the chances exactly there was that x-files episode that came out a few years ago with reese darby where Mm -hmm. he played sort of a funny alien creature the one with kamal not johnny in it yes yeah did it remind you of that at all yeah it did because because that's a mix of drama and comedy yeah, it's it's a singular like basically out a creature mm-hmm. that. But were you expect you when you said laugh track earlier? A lot of people have said Mork and Mindy, right? Yeah, that right. that would be a laugh track. Type yeah, show. this no, a, a laugh track won't work here because mm-hmm. again, it's well, no, a, I'm not asking if it would work, but that was like there's a ton of things to compare aliens coming to Earth and trying to fit in. Even Superman, he crash lands yeah. on the planet. Um, you have that Three Below show that came out on Netflix, which is a kids based show where the aliens take up the form of a human so many aliens are able to then like look like a human yeah it's it's well that was the strange thing about this because he was able he just murdered someone he didn't see he didn't like eat him or anything like that and he was still just able to shape shift into him and even talk did it seem like when he murdered alan tudyk the actual doctor Mm -hmm. that he was doing it because he was like upset at him or that he was like evil uh no it was more just like out of utility yeah he needed to that's sort of what i was reading it's that his race or his culture for the alien species that he comes from doesn't have emotions right they're not they're not like spock characters but they're completely like emotionless. and in the town that they go to there's this saying i think it's like 59 dead one survived or something along those lines and basically you learn later on throughout the episode that that's because in this small town in the 1800s there were 59 people that made it out of this mine that collapsed yeah this is this is based on godless <laughs> but there was one person who was still inside the mine, so all fifty nine people went in and they were able to save him, but everyone else died. And he, and so Alan Tudyk talks about the fact that um connection that humanity has, it, it gets weirdly existential, it's like it might be their downfall. It also reminds me of that goofy James Corden movie that came out on HBO where the computer tries to figure out what humanity's all about and he's like, Well, yeah, Maybe right. humans are evil, but then in the end, he decides that they're not. It's it's it seems to take a lot from like very worn social but there, cues. And- but there were a lot of funny parts that I didn't expect it to have. Like there's a part where um they're in this bar. It's when he's speaking to this other doctor that's there. Pasta twelve trees. Yeah, her. is she the love interest? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. There's also this um bartender who I uh, forgot the name of, but she seems to be into him as well. Okay. But then the Starship song comes on out of nowhere and he starts dancing, but it's not one of those things where he gets starts getting up like you see the his, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And okay. you see like you see the development of him start dancing and then you see him just full on start dancing and that was a great scene. Also there was a really funny scene, probably the best part of the whole entire episode where uh Liv Baker who and uh, Mike Thompson again? They're cops. Uh, they're <laughs> they're listening to radio, and then Mike Thompson is like, "What are you doing? You you can't listen to radio." And then Liv is like, 
but I want to listen to music. And then he's like, I got your music right here. And he starts beatboxing. And then <laughs> she starts coming in and they start both beatboxing. It had nothing to do with the episode, but it was by far the funniest part. Like, I was laughing well beyond after I, that. I was going to ask you if Alan Tudyk was your favorite character because he brings a lot to the role. Alan but from, what, from, from what you were just talking about, those sound like pretty funny characters themselves. Yeah, I, I think my favorite, uh, second favorite character was Mike Thompson. Alan Tudyk, though, did a great job. Like, he, he didn't speak, he, even like the dialects in which he was speaking definitely sold me as like an alien and just being able to make the facial expressions that he did there's a lot that goes into that role and i really respected it yeah a lot of people tried out for the part but he brought something to it where the creator which we'll get into really like Mm -hmm. found that he pegged it so he so he actually auditioned for it yes with an 8.3 on imdb and a 96 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes uh i think sci-fi has tapped into another surprising hit so yeah, I was long, not expecting to like it as much as I did. Yeah, how soon do you think they're gonna cancel it so Amazon Prime can pick <laughs> it up? Cough, cough, expanse. I think probably after the first season. But seriously, do you think that this is another Ted Lasso? Yeah, it could it could definitely work, and I want to see again a, a season, even though I've only watched a pilot. Okay. Now that you think about it, like, would Jason Sudeikis's character like work in a show like this? Is it kind of like Will Forte? Is it that SNL vibe? Uh, no, it's more dark than that, I think. Darker than that. Yeah. And do you think that the alien, well, I was going to ask this last, but, um, do you think it's going to eventually be about him learning empathy while navigating the human societal conventions? And then once he's assimilated fully being just a full protagonist, because right now he's sort of, like you said, a bad guy. Yeah. And they hint at that, like very much. So by the end, he gives one of those speeches where I was just like, oh yeah, this series is definitely going to be him starting to learn about human connection. And then by the end, not actually wanting to wipe out humanity. If there's one thing that... So, so it's not going to be too much of a spoiler to predict that by the finale. No. So we already know how the show ends. You don't have to watch the rest of it. Uh, Well, I'll say (laughs) this. If the show has one downfall is the fact that I don't see how they can really continually make like interesting storylines with the type of storyline that they have right now. I really enjoyed the episode. I'll ask this because like the expanse, it's based on pre-written source material. Oh, so they're not just making it up as they go. Uh, this time it was with comics. It wasn't a book like the expanse series. Um, in fact, it had the same producers of the comic books as the Hellboy series and the umbrella Academy. Do you remember what the name of that comic book organization no i don't remember i'll give you four and see if you can guess it okay there's watch mojo comics there's image comics (laughs) image comics okay there's dark horse comics and there's dc little c comics image comics was it that one no image comics is actually the walking dead one okay so that's that that was the only other real comic book one on there watch mojo obviously the youtube channel (laughs) and then dc little c I think that'd be a great one, but it's not yet. <laughs> so, so what was it? What was the name again? It's Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Okay. Yes, and we talked about them during the Umbrella Academy. I won't get too much into them. But Chris Sheridan, who is the creator of the show, he read the comics about five years ago. He was one of the main writers on Family Guy. I think he still is. Mm-hmm. He's won a few primetime Emmys. Is that what they're called? Uh, yeah and so okay yeah so he's doing he usually does full comedy because like i said this is mostly comedy but well, actually, have his... when he only oh, took the family guy job job because he was out of work at the time so oh, okay. i before that i don't think he was thinking he was going to do full out comedy but he really enjoyed this series um reading about it and so he wanted to do sci-fi dramedy he's also besides the showrunner also the head writer and uh he did make some changes so I want to see if you can identify it. Okay. I'll give you two that are real and two that are fake. And just tell me which ones, you, as I go down, which one you think is real and which one you think is fake. Ready? Okay, yeah. 
the comics have Harry look like an alien the whole time. Kind of a Mandalorian issue, if you know what I mean. <laughs> In the episode, you see him multiple times throughout as an alien, and then also switch back to him as human. But I'll say that that's real. He's an alien the whole time. That's true. People can see him in the comics, obviously, as a human. But in the, he's presented in the comics always in his alien form. Mm-hmm. So we're just supposed to know that. But again, in doing that in the show would have been pretty difficult and also would have kind of cut off Alan Tudyk's like portrayal yeah. <laughs> of anybody. Well, even in the Starship song, like you see him dance as an alien. And I should probably also mention the fact that um, the kid he tries to kill later on in the episode because he drinks a lot of whiskey and he even makes a funny joke about how he, whiskey probably doesn't affect humans the way it affects them because then they wouldn't drink it, yeah. which obviously. But uh, then he goes to the house while he's drunk and tries to kill the kid. And how like, does he try to kill the kid? He like sneaks in through the window and the kid wakes up but then goes back to sleep and then he covers his mouth and then the kid bites his hand and calls his parents in and he hides under the bed and then the parents come in and they're like, what's going on? And he's like, there's a monster on my bed. How old is this kid? The kid's like 10. So, and then the parents are like, oh, not this again. You're going to be sleeping with us. And he's like, no, we're all going to die. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, no, we're not. So they pick up the kid. And as the kid is looking at um, the alien under the bed, uh, he flicks him off. <laughs> the interactions between the alien as is because the alien in a way is sort of having a lot of kid-like behaviors mm-hmm. because he's just growing into himself. He doesn't really know what humans mean. And he's experiencing emotions for the first time. And we didn't really break into that. But because he's adapting into a human he's been infected as he put it yeah with emotions is this sort of like warm bodies where you slowly see the zombie yeah. kind of turning into a human yeah i think that's a fair comparison yeah um and also they were able to use a lot of different like old songs kind of like grains of the galaxy i was surprised to see how many they were able to use yeah you mentioned the starships one earlier too um the other ones that chris sheridan may or may not have added so okay. he added the character darcy Hmm, okay, and I think Darcy is the bartender. Um, I would say that that is, uh, that's false. That's true. He okay. did, and he did it to counterbalance the backstory that he gave Asta, because apparently she's kind of a depressing character. Right, yeah. Uh, she, like, married someone that was a biker, and mm-hmm. um, when she's going to get her stuff from his house while he's away, he comes back, and he shows a gun to... Um... If she's a doctor, right? Yeah. Then why didn't she do the autopsy? Well, she was there for the autopsy. But why wasn't she, like, the main? Why because, did they go out to, like, some random well, ranch and pull out the doctor who, like, was Well, apartment? there's a couple different things that happened. One, when the autopsy happened, Harry was just going to do it by himself. But then she walked in, and he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm going to help you. And then he's like, no, you're not. You can go over there and take notes. And then she's like, what? No, that's not the type of doctor I am. So he, she kind of forced herself to help with the autopsy. But if she's been in town the whole time, then why did the sheriff even go out to find Alan Tudyk's character, Harry? Well, because she's not, like, a main doctor. She's just someone who was working with the doctor that ended up committing suicide or apparently committed suicide. But she has a medical degree. Yeah, but she, again, isn't like as big a doctor. I think she's just like a nurse or someone in training. There's a difference. But yeah, go on. So we learned that she was married to someone who was in a motorcycle gang. And uh, she kind of... Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, basically. Okay. And he's, like, really violent. In fact, when uh, they're getting the stuff from his house and trying to leave before he shows up, he shows up and shows Harry his gun being like, she's staying here and I need to talk to her. And then, of course, she's like, you can go, Harry. It's fine. I'll I'll be fine. Does Harry come off like a monk-type character? Like, everybody kind of understands he doesn't understand social cues? Well, I think that she understands that, but I think a lot of people are just kind of 
confused with how he acts because again he like you can say something very literal to him and he will take it or sorry you can say something like that's very yes, sarcastic obviously. and it'll take it in a very very literal sense like a sheldon yeah exactly mm-hmm. and so um he this is where we start to see some of his emotion come back because as harry's leaving he's like don't turn around don't turn around and then he turns around breaks through the house when the boyfriend is beating up on her and then um almost <laughs> the boyfriend just immediately starts beating up on the doctor yeah basically yelling at her wow. and pushing her okay. and then he almost kills him um but she's like but no. he can't kill a little kid he can kill the boyfriend but he can't kill a little kid well yeah <laughs> but i i mean it's a it's a i wanted to get, get to the other two that i w- that i was gonna say yeah, but go i realized ahead. that i've already said that 50 percent of them are fake so the next two are definitely fake but, yeah. i was gonna say that the comics also take place in la <laughs> yeah, well, which they do not and then also that mike big black thompson uh who's played by cory reynolds was also a made-up character and he's not so well it wouldn't make sense he, if they you said t- he was one of the, your favorites yeah he was my second favorite character because he was definitely supposed to be someone that was just ridiculous it does but, remind me the whole like aspect of the show of one of those big city doctors who comes to town and has to learn for himself that the town isn't just full of hicks that he uh, that they're full of like good people so it's a mix of genres almost yeah well i i also like doc hollywood i think i also want to mention one of the funny lines because after after um, Harry decides not to kill the boyfriend, he drives uh, Dr. Asta, that's her name, right, uh, home. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's like, how were you able to break through his house and, like, you know, like a 220-pound man, like, how are you almost able to kill him? And then he was like, uh, yoga. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, the you saw him in the alien form, right? Yeah. That's a two-hour application process to even just put the head on. Wow. And that's... what they do is they put the mask on first, and then they put the pieces, like, their mask pieces, and then they paint over it. Yeah, because the first thing you see uh, when you see Alan Tudyk's character is him turn over and him being the alien, and then it cuts to the intro. How old do you think Alan Tudyk is? I'll say 45. He's 49 years old. Can you name any of his previous roles? Because he's been in a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, uh, Firefly. He was in the DC show Doom Patrol. Um, I know he was in... You're naming the like most famous two, He was in that 2006 show, the miniseries, six parts. I forgot what the name was. Well, um, I'll just... Oh, the V series? No, no. Because he, he did play a lizard alien in V. He also played in Dollhouse, mm-hmm. where he had multiple personalities. He was the voice of the robot in iRobot. The, oh, wow. the, the most famous one uh he's played a droid in rogue one hmm. and then he also played the joker in the latest harley quinn series so oh, he's very used okay. to like changing his like evil to good to evil again yeah and he was able to like those are all pretty significant roles i feel like. yeah so i'm not really surprised that he was able to adapt this character into something special mm-hmm. So, do you think you'll watch episode two? Yeah, I think so. I, and I, uh, I'll probably watch the whole series, too. The whole series. I, I think that it's going to be one of those shows that overall is good, but it might have some clunker episodes. I could definitely see it going that route. Is, does it say how many episodes it's supposed to be this season? Probably, but I didn't look it up. I would guess somewhere in the realm of ten. <laughs> did you uh, see Did you see if they shot this during COVID? Because it was possible that they did with the amount of people they had. I didn't read any interviews about when it was shot. Almost all were conducted about the script themselves. And most people were like, I really love this script. Him himself, like he gets a lot of them, obviously, because yeah. he takes a lot of roles. And he said that this one definitely separated itself. And he, he doesn't need the work. So 
Right, I, yeah. I trust his process. And there's also this, uh, like, murder that's going on with a doctor because they realize it was a murder. Because, yeah, almost like a Twin Peaks type Because thing. when he drank whatever he was drinking, they he knew it was poison, so that's why he grabbed the scalpel and tried to stab himself to open up his trachea. Oh, well, that's weird. So, so yeah. there's, like, that murder aspect of who did it going on because, again, it's a small town, so... So he's a bad guy, but because he didn't murder that specific person, he's also going to be like on the case and figure out who did that. Yeah, and he's also the new town doctor. Like the mayor yes. is there, and uh, the mayor's like, you know, I used to have therapy sessions with the doctor that died, so I'll see you on Tuesday. And he's um, not a psychologist; <laughs> he's a, he's an alien. And the last, <laughs> well, the last thing that happens is. Um, he goes in for work on his first day, and when he opens up the first patient he has, it's the kid that sees him as an alien. Oh, I thought you said the first patient was the kid. Like, he's opening up. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but no, the, pa- the the kid screams, and that's how it ends. Yeah, I think they'll become friends. It'll be like one of those weird team-ups. Maybe. I mean, you tried to kill the kid, though, so that's... Yeah, but they're not going to stay enemies the whole series. That wouldn't make much sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been our review for episode one of Rogue One. No, uh, Resident <laughs> Alien. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.